Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And we are thrilled to be in this conversation with you. Today, we are starting a three-part series about the remarkable associate relationship. We're going to take a peek behind the curtain. We're going to be looking at the foundation and fundamental. So if you are a, a student or if you are a prospective associate doctor, or you're an active associate, or you're an owner and a CEO, hey, we're speaking to you. What we're going to be walking through in these next three parts and these next three episodes are going to be giving you insights into how to make this relationship truly remarkable. Dr. Steven, I'm thrilled to be able to jump in with you. I'm going to be firing a lot of questions at you uh, over this episode and I know the next few episodes. So I'm, I'm eager to dig deep because this is something that as a coach and in this space, working with doctors and associates myself every single week, I know how important it is to get this right and to do this right. And we've got a plan for you. So Dr. Steven, I am uh, excited to dig in. How yes. about you? So for sake of transparency, Pete, um, I'm gonna, I, I have to admit um, that I, you know, I have a lot of motivation around doing this series, frankly, right? So here's the truth, and I'm going to give the conversation some context um, and maybe build a little street credit for us around this topic, right? So, you know, uh, at the end of the day, um, getting this match make, match made between the owners looking to hire associate doctors and the talent, the associate doctors looking to be hired, getting this match right, getting this associate doctor thing right is wicked hard, right? So I love to say it's wicked hard, but it's worth it, right? The juice is worth the squeeze, but it is incredibly difficult to get this right, right? So it is rife with opportunities to screw it up. We're, we are going to do everything we can to make sure that we can uh, mitigate your exposure here and reduce the risk of you screwing this up. Here's why, right? So um, most of you know that um, I'm one of the principals in Cairo Matchmakers. Right? So that's one of um, one of my businesses inside of the chiropractic ecosystem. Uh, you know, and you know, just a little background behind that. So you know, in the remarkable practice, we like to say we solve the problems that doctors show up with and we create new problems for them, right? And the new problems are usually associated with scaling and growing their businesses, right? So, and those problems are usually personnel problems. So, you know, truth be told, as we found that we kept running into these bottlenecks with our coach and coaching clients, their abilities to keep growing and growing and growing because they kept running into these staffing and team building issues um, not only CAs, but definitely with associate doctors, right? So we recognize that that was stifling the growth and the potential. So, you know, I saw that as a market gap. Uh, and long story short, we created Cairo Matchmakers to solve that problem, right? To help our clients specifically, and now globally, chiropractic, chiropractors inside and outside of the remarkable practice, help them solve uh, the puzzle of finding those A players, right? And creating world-class teams. So, you know, I spend a lot of time in, in this space, right? We will place hundreds of chiropractors, associate doctors in chiropractic this year, right? So, and you know, that that's awesome, right? That's awesome. But I'll tell you what, 
it's really hard to do this well, right? So you've heard the stat before, 67% of these associate doctor relationships go bad, right? Not our relationships, not Chiro Matchmakers. We have an extraordinary uh, track record for success, right? So we just knew that, that that failure rate was terrible and we needed to fix that, which was really the heart and the passion, the soul behind us creating our Chiro Matchmakers system where it's just based on science. We're not guessing, this is science and you don't have to guess. So here's the truth, like, Right now, we have 150, 160, 170 jobs available right now. Um, and the, the, as, as we see it, the metrics show us, the data shows us that for every available chiropractor, there's five available opportunities right now, five to six jobs available for every associate doctor that's out there in the world that's available, right? So in other words, these associate doctors are incredibly valuable, right? So you've heard us on this in this podcast before talk about how incredibly valuable a COO is, right? A chief operations officer and how rare they are, right? So for every one COO, there's four CEOs, right? So for every one chief operations officer, there's four CEOs, right? Well, for every one associate doctor, there's 10 COOs. <laughs> so it's like when you go down the, the, the pipeline of rarity, I mean, man, associate doctors are incredibly rare. So my purpose in this content is to make sure we don't screw that up, right? So when you do find that right associate doctor, you don't want to screw it up. So we'll spend a lot of time really coaching both sides of the equation. We coach the associate doctors who are applying for the job, right? So the talent, getting them ready to write resumes, get clarity around themselves, what they're looking for, how to present themselves, how to interview, what they're looking for in an opportunity, you know, how to negotiate a contract and, you know, comp plans, et cetera. And on the other side of it, the same thing with the owners, like we have to coach them. Here's, you know, help them get clarity. This is what you're looking for. This is who you're looking for. You know, this is how you write the ad. This is how you interview to find that person. This is how you set up expectations and agreements. Pete, you can imagine this is almost like premarital counseling for anybody that's married. You've probably through your church had premarital counseling where they met with the, you know, the bride to be, and they met with the groom to be, and then they meet with you together as a couple. And they ask you all of those questions. No one else is asking, right? What they're trying to help you see is you got to go into this thing with eyes wide open. Cause just like with a marriage, this associate doctor relationship is incredibly difficult. It's wicked hard, but it's worth it. Absolutely, Doc. And um, so one of the things that's crystal clear right now is that, you know, associate doctors are hard to find if you're a CEO. So speaking to you CEOs, and you, and you know this, if you've been searching for them, it can be very hard to find. Uh, it's also uh, really, it equally as important to, to say that it's also really important and hard to find a good match. So if you're a CEO, and you're listening to this, we want to help you find the right match. If you're a an associate doctor or even a student who's listening to this, we want you to know that it's really important to find a good match. Okay. So we want you to help you find the right fit, right? So if you're the CEO and you're listening, we want to help you find the right fit for your, for your practice right now. We're going to walk through exactly how we do that doc. And if you're an associate or a student, you're looking for the answer to those questions, we're going to help you do that. So today I want to focus on, I'm probably going to ask about five questions, Dr. Steven, to you today. I want to frame this out for everybody. So this, as you're listening, you're going to walk through. So we've, we've created, what are the top 10 to 12 questions that you need to be able to, to ask and, and to know, to be able to get this right. So today on this episode, I'm going to be focusing on 
really the top five, the first five, Dr. Steven. I want to walk through those today. Then we'll pick it up in our next episode with the next probably four or five, and we'll keep it going. So we've got right. 12 specific areas and questions and kind of concepts that we want to unpack for you. Here's a few words from our podcast sponsors. We're grateful for their support of the show. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. And so uh, we want to jump right in, Dr. Steven, to this conversation. So let's start with the first one. This is, again, the question is, you know, that we need to be able to answer is what's next for you, right? So what's next for you? We're talking about the tracks to success. And Dr. Steven, you and I know that, you know, growing up in chiropractic, for me, it was really one track to success and there was everything else, right? The track to success was to be an owner. Everything else was just out, out there, right? Yeah, second so, class citizen, frankly. Second right? class citizens. And I know for me, you know, coming out of school, going into an associateship before I went into ownership, I understood that. I felt that myself. So Dr. Steven, let's, let's talk about this. Let's talk yeah. about the 10 tracks of success and really, you know, answering the question, you know, what's next for you? So let me frame this in a way that is probably going to make it easy for people to listen and consume this, right? So it's almost like, I, I love the way you put it. It's a look behind the curtain for the owners, right? So imagine like you got, like if you were getting married, Dr. Pete, you and I both were married. We married successfully, married inside the church. And, you know, we both went through this pre-marriage. I was like, imagine if you could get a look behind the curtain around what the priest or the pastor was saying to or talking to your wife, you know, ahead of time. Like, here, listen, here's what I'm going to be talking to her about. So wouldn't that just give you a great insight? You're like, okay, I'm so glad now I understand going into this conversation exactly what's being said, right? So this is an, this is an opportunity for the owners to understand we are grooming, we are preparing the talent to be able to, number one, find that right match, right? And not to blow it when they do, when they're like interviewing and when they're negotiating their contract, et cetera. So let's have a conversation. Let's, you know, let's, let's sort of role play this. And we can do this, I guess, interview style where it's like, if, if I, if I were speaking to the talent right now, those that are looking to be placed, this is the conversation that we would have with them, right? So the first question, as you asked is, so, you know, what's next for you? In other words, like, do you even know what's out there, right? So, because it's been my experience, you know, coaching, you know, thousands of chiropractors, dealing with thousands of students, you know, I've had 39 associates myself. I think you had 15 or so associates yourself, right? And now we've coached hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of practices to bring in associate doctors. Like there, people have no idea all the different tracks to success, the different models, there's a lot of options out there, right? So we actually created a program called the next program, which is actually facing this. The, it, it's actually the message is for that chiropractor who is deciding what's next for me, what's the next step in my career, right? So the obvious one is the 
recent graduate or the soon to be recent graduate, or maybe it's an associate that's in a position they're looking for their next opportunity, or maybe somebody who's decided they don't want to be a business owner anymore and they're looking for different opportunities. So the next program actually highlights what we call our 10 favorite tracks to success, right? So there are lots of ways to be successful in chiropractic today. The next program actually outlines our favorite 10 tracks to success and it actually unpacks it on a deeper level that's beyond the scope of this conversation so if anybody wants to check that out we'll put a link to the next program down below you can learn more about that next program here but ultimately we talk about there's so many options and these options aren't right for everyone but there are options that are right for you you know as a listener and it's based on a couple of things number one it's based on what are your core values like what's most important to you number two it's what is your vision for success? In other words, what, you know, what does success look like for you, right? And we always talk about now, next, and ultimately. So what is your vision for success, right? And then the third piece of that is how are you hardwired? In other words, we recognize God only makes geniuses, right? And, and we're all hardwired to behave a certain way. This part of your personality, this part of your mind is called your cognitive behavior or your cognitive hardwiring, right? So this is how do you take action? How do you behave? And, you know, we in chiromatic, we use a very specific test. It's called a ProScan. And we're measuring five things. We're measuring dominance and extroversion, pace, patience, compliance, and then energy style. And these tell us about who you are as a human being and very predictably, how are you going to behave in the practice setting, right? So this is about knowing yourself, right? So when these three things overlap, you know your core values, you know your vision story, and you know how you're hardwired as a human being. Now you have a lens to through which to consider these 10 tracks, right? So you're not just guessing, you're not just taking a job that's available, you're not just taking a paycheck, right? It is you are actually looking using discernment, right? You have a lens based on yourself as you're considering these different tracks to success. And they are wildly different tracks with wildly different experiences and wildly different requirements, frankly, okay? And, you know, if we were to list them in order of, let's say, of risk, right? So there's open your own practice from scratch, right? Buy somebody else's practice. Maybe buy into a franchise or join a, a, a corporate model, right? Maybe you come in as a classic associate doctor, right? So you're a caregiver associate doctor. Maybe you're a business builder associate doctor. Maybe you put yourself into an equity position, right? As a, you know, some type of partnership. Maybe you get yourself into a plant to partner situation where you might plant be planted in a remote clinic that you are a partner in with a established practice, or maybe it's a plant to purchase where they plant you in a practice where you, the plan from the beginning is you're going to buy out that practice, right? Maybe you're an independent contractor, right? So this, to Pete, Dr. Pete, what I'm trying to say is there's 10 different pathways that we advocate and each one of those 10 pathways is based on who you are as a human being, as an individual which is, you know, the easiest way to land there is, like I said, what are your core values? What's your vision story? And how are you hardwired? So while, while it's e equally uh, comforting to know that there are 10 options, it, it could also be equally overwhelming, right? To know which is the right one. So one of the things I love about the Venn diagram, and we use this in, in, in coaching, we use this in many different ways, actually. It's really beautiful because really what your goal is, it's to actually find the center point where they all come together. That's actually where you want to find like that bullseye, right? That you want to hit it in the center. So it's really where your core values, your vision story and your hardwiring, all of that overlaps. That's the actual right fit, right? That's the right thing. So think about this. If you're the CEO, you have to be clear on 
what you know your what your vision story is so what's your vision for success what does success look like you and the clearer that you are the better chance you have to hit it right because fuzzy targets don't get hit second is what are your core values and have you defined them and are they accurate up to date is this right is this truly what we demonstrate we can we can we can show that we do that as a company up to this point pre an associate coming on board be clear that number three is again how are you hardwired as a ceo and how is your team currently functioning then for you as an associate same questions and maybe you've never been asked these questions before it's really really important that you get clear on this as you're searching and again dr steven this is what's beautiful about even the next program is that these are questions that no one's really asking an associate and they're kind of it's easy to be misguided it's easy to be um confused it's easy to 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 just make a mistake mistake just and that's why again so much like you said talked about the failure at the beginning the failure rate that can happen it, it's a lot of times because people don't know right it's a lack of judgment it's a lack of knowledge lack of understanding so we're gonna i know you're gonna talk about that so dr steven i know you hit on this but if you if you answered the question okay if i'm an associate how do i decide what's best for me right and then you talked about the vision story now next and ultimate could, could you unpack that you know, just a little bit more for me if I'm an associate, yeah. but also even as the CEO. Yeah. So, you know, for the second question, like, well, how do you decide? Maybe, maybe you're looking at three or four or five different options, right, out there. So I'm so glad that you brought up like both sides of the equation. You know, you've, you've got to envision that on the owner side, the onus is on the owner for them to get clarity as well, right? They've got to understand what are the core values of this business, what is the vision story for this business, for this practice that's hiring, right? So what does success look like? Even if they have got this thing in their mind, right? They've got to be able to articulate that. What does success look like? And what do you want the associate doctor to do? What's the role of the associate doctor to help manifest that success, right? So that gets into job descriptions, right? So it gets into like scorecards and KPIs, right? So like the owner has to have clarity around that, right? So that you have even have a chance of quote unquote matching. Right. And if the owner lacks that. Right. So the reality is, as the, an owner, if they're hiring, they should be looking to hire who a players who share our core values and buy into our vision story. OK, so that implies, you know, what the core values are of the business and you have a vision story for the business. Right. So imagine on the owner side of the equation, they have to have that clarity and we coach them on that. On the other side of the equation is the talent who's considering that opportunity. It's not just the owner considering the talent, it's the talent considering the opportunity, right? Now, listen to what I said, A players only. Are you an A player? Okay, do you have the talent, skill, and the heart, most importantly, the heart, to be considered an A player, right? So that's a whole other episode, I think, is talking about A players, right? And then do you share these core values? If, if there's an expressed set of core values in a business, the, the question is not, do you like this list? <laughs> the question is not, hey, the, do, do you think this is a nice list or a needle list? No, the question is, is do you share these core values, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, at the end of the day, you have to ask the owner, what are the core values of this business, right? So the owner should know what those are. And what does success look like here? You want to hear where are we going? What does success look like? Because, you know, I'm an A player and I want to make sure I put myself in an environment where I share the core values of this business, Right. And that I buy into the vision story of where this practice is going. Pete, so critically important. This is like a gigantic conversation. It's not just, hey, I hope you hire me because I need a job and a paycheck. Right. So it's like this is the first piece of this. 
right? And then we start looking at, you know, how you're hardwired. The question is, is let's say they're looking for a business builder associate doctor who needs to be high risk and to, to be somebody who's more extroverted because their vision story is that we're going to plant like a pumpkin patch of plant practices and you're going to be out on your own 60 miles away from here. And, uh, you know, you're going to be getting after it for a year by yourself before we put a CA. <laughs> it's like, next thing you know, you know yourself as being like hardwired to be a hardcore caregiver. And you're like, man, the worst thing you could do is send me out on the satellite, right? Because, you know, I would die on the vine out there. I'd be so miserable, right? It, w- I, it wouldn't be energizing if you would drain the life out of me, right? So if you knew yourself, you'd be like, man, I'm an A player and I share your core values, but I don't buy into that vision story. That's not for me. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. when those three things, you go tick, tick, tick. Mm-hmm. Do I share the core values of this business? Do I buy into that vision story? Does it energize me? And am I hardwired to be part of that? Yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, we teach this as well. If you get one of those wrongs, one of those is not right. It's wrong. That's exactly right. And you, and you have to be able to walk away. And and again, without getting into telling too many stories, I I see this happening. I see this happening where um, in, in the process, a doctor and associate will be getting close and then it doesn't fit. And it's usually one of the, those three things that there was a misalignment there. So it is so important for both sides to get this right. That's right. So, with vision story, Dr. Steven, we, we talk a lot about this being an unearthing process. Um, we talk, and then we talk a lot about alignment and how important it is for these things to be aligned. Um, and I would love for you to, you know, talk about uh, core values and the investment of the, the limited resources that human beings have and what this looks like for people to come together and form a, a union and, and work towards a common goal together, which is really that the third question, which is, you know, in regards to the vision story, what's important now, what's important next, what's important ultimately, and how do we align? Is there alignment and is there a fit there? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, if you're a, if you're a, a chiropractor and you're considering an opportunity, right? So, you've got to look at it through the lens of core values and vision story, right? And to make sure that if you were to choose to put yourself in this environment now, right? Is, or is this the next step for you? For example, if you're making a move and this is the next step for you, you say, do I share the core values and do I share the the vision story? Because I'm going to be investing my time, energy, focus, and, you know, I'll be making money or not, right? So there's a money equation into this as well, right? So that's when we say the alignment between those three things have to be, you know, all of this has to be lined up for you to have sustainable success. In other words, like you've got to recognize that I'm on this journey. If you're an associate doctor, you're like, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm moving forward on a journey. Is this the best next step for me to take this position? Is it aligned with my core values? Is it aligned with my vision story? Okay. And should I be spending my time, energy, and focus here? Pete, I think the best thing to do here is to illustrate my own journey uh, or to talk about my own journey to illustrate this point. Because, you know, when I came out of, when I came out of school, uh, I was, I I considered myself um, a good communicator. I was on purpose. I, I, my philosophy was strong. I had invested a great deal in my schooling and developing myself. And I had owned a business before I went to chiropractic school and during chiropractic school. So I, I, I consider myself a, a good businessman as well, right? So, but what I recognized was I wanted to, in order for me to realize my potential and to accelerate my success, 
I needed to accelerate my clinical skills. You know, so I spent time in school as a, you know, I was always in the Gonstead club. I was heavily invested in the Gonstead work as was Camilla, my wife. So we, we, we lived and breathed it, honestly. And I, I knew enough to know that I didn't know as much as I needed to know to be really successful in this space. Okay. So what I said was, I'm going to do my next move or moves is going to be about accelerating my clinical skills. So I'm going to go put myself in an immersive environment, right? So I went to Arkansas to do an internship with this genius guy who was a tremendous pain in the ass, but he was genius when it came to doing an analysis and looking at x-rays and man, he just taught me how to use a nervous scope and man, it was amazing what he could see on an x-ray. I'm like, teach me what you just saw there. Why did you do what you did? Right? So it was a Gonstead uh, diplomate who, you know, I put myself in that environment. He was hopeless as a business person, ran a terrible practice. He was successful only because he drove great results and he was a wicked hard worker. I mean, we lived on a ranch. He had a work ethic that, you know, he would do 16 hour days, right? So, so despite himself, he was successful. He was, he was hopeless as a business person, right? So I didn't go there for those reasons. I went there for very specific reasons. I wanted to invest my time, energy, and focus in my next step to build my clinical skills. Then we went to Virginia. We did an associateship in Virginia. And this guy was an equally poor practice manager, but an incredible human being and an extraordinary practitioner. His analysis, like his hands and his case management was extraordinary, but he was the best adjuster in the world. To me, I was like, I want to learn how to adjust like this guy, right? So we put ourselves in an immersive experience, right? So we invested our time, energy, and focus. It was very specific that we were looking for that kind of mentoring and modeling. So that by the time we went that next year to Boston and opened our practice, I had so much confidence. You know, we had so much swagger and now is equal parts swagger with my communications, my business skills, my philosophy and the ability to deliver the goods. So Dr. Pete, my point is, is that my vision story was clear. I know what I want to do now. I know what I'm going to do next. And I also know what I want to do ultimately. So good. Yeah, I, um, I love it. And I, and without going into to my story as well, I had, had a similar journey of, you know, where I chose to go and do an internship. I went with uh, one of the leading pediatric chiropractors, you know, in the world and had an opportunity to, uh, to intern with them. And then I went to another chiropractor who was an incredible uh, business person. I got to work with them for a year. And then I hired and went and worked uh, underneath the, the leadership of another chiropractor, uh, two of the highest volume chiropractors in the world. Uh, some of the best coaches that have ever coached in chiropractic got to work underneath their uh, leadership before I opened up my practice. So I invested a tremendous amount of my time, energy, and focus in putting myself in environments where when the time was right for me to step into running my practice, I was able to go from zero to 60 because I had put my time into understanding what it was going to take. Um, and I got to surround myself with people who were leading in our industry uh, in multiple different areas. And so I'm That's grateful exactly. for that. So just really important to be mindful uh, for all of you who are listening, you know, associates and students who are listening to what Dr. Steven just said, um, there was a high level of intentionality there. And so you've got to be intentional. Um, and, and that kind of leads to the, oh, well, you, you want to jump well, in here? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because because I want to remember that we've got CEOs that are listening to this as well. And they're like, what the heck does this have to do with me? It has everything to do with you. Okay. So you have to, you got to recognize that. Remember when I said there are five jobs for every one available associate doctor, you've got to market yourself. You've got to market the opportunity. 
you've got to understand, it's like, well, what do I bring to the equation? And it's just like, what, is it just a paycheck? Guess what? That's going to be, get expensive fast, right? So, you know, at the end of the day, yes, you're going to need to pay and pay well. We want this to be a win, 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 no question about it. But remember, you're competing with other opportunities out there. So if you're the owner right now and you're listening to this, what do you bring to the equation? What do you bring to the team? to the table. What Are you an extraordinary marketer? Can you train them on marketing and marketing system? Are you a great communicator? Are you a great leader with your team or with your patients? You're a great team builder, right? Are you that clinician that's going to teach them the clinical skills, right? So are you the person that's going to train them on, you know, communications and conversion? Uh, how about retention? Are you a retention guru? It's like, like, what specifically do you bring to the table? You've got to be ready to market yourself that way. And think about that. It's like, listen, you come into this environment and I'm going to help you be more successful. At the end of the day, as, a, as an owner, as a CEO, as a business owner who's hiring other people, especially associate doctors, you have a job. Here's your job description. Your job is to create an environment where those chiropractors are going to be more successful with you than they would be without you period, hard stop. Your job is to create an environment where the doctors, it's obvious to that doctor that they're going to be more successful with you than without you. So good. I love that. Um, all right. So continuing with the, with the questions here, Dr. Steven. So um, this is the, the what, how, where, who, and when question. <laughs> I guess that's actually five questions, but either way, uh, you know, uh, th this is big, you know, and this is where it starts to get maybe a little bit more practical, right? And 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 it gets to be very tangible. And so e even though everything else is incredibly practical as well, this is very practical. So Dr. Steven, you know, if, if you're, you know, if, if I'm listening, I'm, I'm an associate, right? I'm just going to continue during our, this, um, you know, this episode, just to imagine I'm putting myself in an associate person's position as I'm I'm thinking about these things. So um, the what, the how, the where, the who, the when, this is really important. Actually, if you don't think about all five of those and you just think about where, because I know, I know a lot are like, oh, I just need to end up in this area. Oh yeah. You no, they asked, they asked two questions where, you know, where, where am I going to, where am I going to be? And how much does it pay me? <laughs> that, that's right. Uh, that's, that's right. That's all anybody thinks about And Dr. Pete, I came up with this series of questions. This is what I call the zoom in experience, right? So it's like this, this, you, you answer these five questions in this order. Okay. Yep. So like, this is, this is how to get to it really fast. Right. So the first one is what, okay. What does success look like to you? Like if I were to ask you, Pete, tell me what, you know, let, let's say you have a magic wand. What's the ideal next experience for you look like? Tell me what does success look like to you? Okay. And then it's how, how would you like to practice? Like, talk to me about the model. Talk to me about, this is like, are you looking for like a pediatric practice? Are you looking for a CBP practice or a Gonstead practice? Are you looking for a functional medicine practice, a sports therapy practice? What, what are you looking for, a multidisciplinarian? Do you want to work with just pregnancy? I mean, tell me, tell me what, what type of practice you would like to work with. Like, how would you like to practice? Adjusting only, instrument, upper cervical? Like, give me a sense of like, what are you looking for? Then it's where. Where in the world, what region in the world would you like to be in? Well, we could zoom in continent, country, state, region, right? Do you want to be urban, suburban, rural, et cetera, right? So where do you want to? And then it's who, who are you looking for, for a mentor? Like exactly what we just said. Are you looking for a business mentor? Are you looking for a technique mentor? Are you looking for a communications or a marketing or a team leadership mentor? Who are you looking for 
for a mentor. Maybe you need help with your philosophy, right? So it's like, who are you looking for as a mentor, right? And then the last one is when, when, like what's your timeline, okay? Are you gonna be available now? Are you gonna be available in six weeks, six months, next year? What's your timeline and how long are you looking for? Are you looking for the, for, you know, the first year, second year, three years out? Are you looking for the foreseeable future, open-ended? Give us a sense of what your timeline is. You need to know those things before you even start looking. Otherwise, what happens is you start reacting to those two things you just listed. Where is there an opportunity and how much does it pay? So good. Wow. Uh, you know, so that was massive, guys. You have to go back and rewind and listen to that again because we're not going to repeat that, but that was just golden. Um, so those are the questions that you need to be able to answer. And then last year, Dr. Stephen, for, for this episode, I want to get into one of my favorite subjects, which is knowing yourself. And, you know, on this one, we've also uh, have a, you know, another one of those kind of Venn diagrams. We've got another one of those. So we've obviously, we talked about when it came to, you know, how do you decide what's best for you? You have this, you know, your core values, the vision story, the core values and how I'm hardwired. And you want to see those things overlap and you want to find something that's in alignment with your vision story, your core values and how you're hardwired. Well, this, to, in order to be able to do that, Dr. Steven, this brings us to this question number five, which is, you know, knowing yourself, you know, and how do you know yourself, right? Because in order to, I love the, you know, in order to lead yourself, you have to know yourself, but how do you know yourself? <laughs> that's like, that's a question. How do you know yourself? So Dr. Stephen, we've got ways that we have for doctors, associate doctors to discover who they are and, and who they are as a practitioner and what will be the best end up being the right fit. And also for you CEOs to be able to know what you need and what's going to be the best fit for you. So Dr. Stephen, let's look at yeah, this one. I mean, this is such a critical flip the script conversation right now, because literally this is how we teach the owners how to interview, right? So we do, we teach what's called the three-legged stool interview process, right? So the, what we're doing is we're flipping that script around and be like, okay, so this is how you ready yourself you know, for the interview, or at least for the consideration process, right? So, you know, there's three legs to the stool and it's in this order, this objective, subjective, and historical. Objective, meaning objective testing, subjective, which is what do you answer to specific questions and historical, which is what have you done in the past, right? So it's like, so now if we're flipping this around and it's you, and we're talking about you and we're saying, know yourself going into this environment, know yourself, number one, objectively, right? Objectively implies you're being tested, right? So there's different tests. We do three different types of tests at Chiro Matchmakers. So we'll do cognitive testing, affective testing, and cognitive testing, right? So cognitive testing is what do you know? Like your national boards, that was a, that was a cognitive test. What do you know? Right? So the second is affective testing, which is what do you love? Okay. So this is like what type of work energizes you versus drains your energy. And our favorite test with that is strengths finder. Right. And then the third one, which we use in the hiring process is cognitive testing, right? Cognitive testing is how do you behave? So cognitive with the G is what do you know? That's cognitive with the G cognitive with an N is how do you behave? How are you hardwired to behave? How do you take action? Right. And again, that gets back to those five behavioral traits. We look at number one, the dominance, then it's number two, extroversion, then it's pace, patience, compliance, and energy, right? So this is how do you take action? How will you predictably in behave in the practice environment? And, you know, at the end of the day, Pete, you know, there are different roles in a practice. There are different functions in a practice. 
just like on a football field, there's different positions on the field, right? You've got quarterback, you've got nose guard, you've got wide out, you've got tight end, right? You've got the kicker, you've got the quarterback. I mean, this is like, these are all wildly different people, right? Because they have wildly different responsibilities, right? So each one of those positions is really a collection of responsibilities that are organized underneath that role on the team. Okay. And each one of those responsibilities, think about the difference between an offensive lineman and a kicker or an offensive lineman and a wide receiver, right? So it's like, they literally have a different job description. We're expecting different things out of them. We need you to do certain things for us to win the game. Right. And those, those responsibilities call for specific physical attributes for one skill sets, talent, and experience, right? Does that make sense? It's like, you know, just like with a football field and a football team, it's critical that you have the right person in the right role, doing the right work the right way. And if you switch those, any of those around, you take that person, you put them in the wrong role, man, you know, not only do we lose, everybody dies you know, on the football field, right? So same thing in that chiropractic practice, we want to know, how are you hardwired so that we can put you in the right position on the team? If somebody is marketing for a caregiver and you are hardwired to be a business builder, you're going to suffer in that position. It's going to be stressful for you, right? You're going to, you're going to, it's going to drain your energy and you're going to become a flight risk. You're going to be miserable there. But if you are hardwired to be a caregiver and we put you in a caregiver role, you're going to flourish there, right? So we're going to know you're going to be so happy there. You'll be like, man, I love this. I'm actually part of this team and they're letting me focus on being a doctor. I love to work with patients. I love doing consultations. I love educating them on chiropractic. I love doing an examination and analysis. I, gosh, I love checking spines and changing minds. I love adjusting and delivering care. Love that one-on-one -on -one relationship, building value for chiropractic, building relationship, long-term care, right? Seeing referrals come from that, right? I just really don't like to do a lot of marketing and sales. And man, I don't want the brain damage of running a team or like having to make it rain every week. And if then scenarios, man, I, I just, that's not how I'm hardwired. I'm hardwired to be a caregiver. So let's put them in a caregiver position, right? So that's that first one is just objectively know yourself, right? Like know who you are showing up. And if you are literally hardwired to be awesome in this role, otherwise you're going to be awful. It's going to be awful for you, right? You're in the wrong role. Then it's the subjective piece of it. And that's the interview process. And that's beyond the scope of this conversation, but we are going to do an episode. We're going to unpack the, the interview process, but that's, you know, how do you sound when we ask you very specific questions? What are your answers? What does it, what does it sound like? And then of course, historical, if you're a, a potential associate doctor, or you're a talent listening to this recording right now, you should recognize that in your history, there's been things that you've been awesome at. You've had great success in your past. There's things that brought you joy and fulfillment and they were easy for you to do, right? All of a sudden you're like, man, I just lost time doing that activity. You should know yourself historically. What were the things that you did that came easy to you? It's not meant that they were easy for everybody. They came easy to you. God only makes geniuses. Know yourself through your past successes. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, where did you struggle? What were some of the things that you may have found just really innately difficult? You're like, man, this is sucking the life out of me. This is draining the joy out of me. I do not want to spend my time doing this, no matter how big the paycheck is. Dr. Pete, it's a three-legged stool, objective, subjective, historical. So good. And, you know, I know we could keep going and we will, we will keep going uh, on our next episode. I want to give you guys a couple of things to reference. So it's really important. So Dr. Stephen, you already talked about and referenced the next program. So there's going to be a link to the next program 
uh, here. And again, that's all about the 10 tracks to success, identifying what are the 10 tracks to success for you. So make sure you, you click that link and, and you get that download. Uh, that's one. A couple others. If you're an owner, uh, we've got some resources for you. The Remarkable Associate Doctor Program. We've created a program, a 12-step program for you uh, to go through the process of, of finding uh, you know, interviewing and hiring and then developing, equipping and retaining, you know, a players, remarkable associate docs. We've got that. Then of course there's coaching, you know, so the, the whole thing of going alone, it's just not wise. So, you know, we also have an opportunity for you to get coaching in that process. And, and of course, you know, you've doc, heard Dr. Steven reference Cairo matchmaker. So if you're looking for coaching, the remarkable practice, you know, we're here to help you uh, with our remarkable CEO program, which is specifically designed for doctors, owners who are in that stage of bringing in and on associates, whether it's your first one, it's your 15th one, um, you know, we're here to help you do it in a more remarkable way. And again, we've got that remarkable associate doctor program as well as Cairo Matchmaker. So I want to do that. And then I just want to give you guys a little, uh, little taste of what we're going to be getting into in our next episode, because I want to make sure you tune in for part two in this series. We're going to be talking about how to find great opportunities. How do you approach those opportunities? How do you vet the opportunity? Questions to ask and three things to look for in a job opportunity. We're going to be covering that. And again, for you CEOs, this is going to be so important for you. And if you're not the CEO and you're the one who's looking at student and associate, you do not want to miss the next episode. So until next week, I wish you all a remarkable week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic, and what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.